Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cultured Nerd Podcast. This is actually going to be episode 15, our second episode for this week, because we wanted you to have some more fun along with our interview with Michael Yu. So we just wanted you to have some more uh, of the stuff that you've been blowing up my DMs for. So and this week, we're going to be talking about the big set of rumors that came about from the socials, um, from Reddit of all places. Uh, apparently, they released a big compiling of... Uh, all the rumors, all the scoops, all the leaks that have been coming out, and it basically completely blew up uh, among certain circles. And we want to talk about it from the the rumors that the Justice League movie is going to be an adaptation, a modern day adaptation of the New Frontier, to a Mister Terrific movie, Animal Man, Lobo, Poison Ivy, and all the other fun stuff. So let's get into it and let's talk about what on earth is going on with the DCU, according to the rumors. And here we are. Another week, more DC content. Again. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's start up the rumor mill. I love All right, let's just, some fake news. Where are we going? I, what, let's just where? jump right into it because it's a lot of fun stuff, a lot of crazy stuff. But um, also, we're going to do something a little different at the end, too, because at the end, um, one of the things I brought up earlier this week was that I wanted everyone to have a Q&A round that we could do live. And... Uh, I asked someone a handful of questions and said, hey, uh, tell me what you want me to answer on air. And I got a bunch of responses. So cool. we are going to go over those at the end. Uh, first and foremost, I have a problematic history with Reddit uh, because Reddit, like 4chan, like every other one of those uh, platforms, um, you will get some accuracies. That's 100% true. But you will also get a lot of people posing as other things. And then you'll, you'll get, it's like one of those... It's it's hard to really uh, validate. And what this uh, are you this, telling uh, me that people on the internet pretend to be other people? Yes, yes. Oh my um, goodness, this is breaking so news. On DCEU leaks, uh, this uh, very popular uh, subreddit of Reddit, um, they had basically uh, every once in a while they do a week of compiling all the news, and this actually came about before April Fool's Day. So this is not part of the April Fool's pranks because there were some fun ones that came out on Saturday, and people I are still asking April's me if Fools. They, it yes. ruins everything. It, it, it does. just, it ruins it, especially everything. in a world of where we are waiting for more news. All of those rumors are also like testing points to see if maybe these should be things. Yes, hundred percent. It's super dumb. Um, so some of the big ones over the weekend that for April Fool's Day was one, uh, the Flash Film News, uh, is a buddy of mine. I actually know the guy who runs it. Uh, great dude. Um, he posted a, 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 a thing about how the Flash was being delayed so they could incorporate the DCU casting into the, the finale of the movie. That's nonsense. Everyone lost their minds. And then like five hours later, they posted April Fool's Gotcha. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, another one. They need uh, so, that movie to make money so they can pay right. people's paychecks. Right, right, right. Another one that was a little annoying was that uh, somebody posted that um, the Snyderverse is 100% continuing. A lot of people thought it was real because of the great problem is that April Fool's Day, even though it's an American holiday, yeah, the rest of the world doesn't see that. Another one that came about was someone said that uh, James Gunn is actively uh, 
declining offers from Universal's Netflix and so on to buy the Snyderverse. And that was another bit of nonsense. Nonsense. Um, so it was a lot of fun nonsense and a lot of like damage control that day. I tend to not post on April Fool's Day because I hate it on principle. Um, it's so, it, anything you post, if you post something significant, people will accuse you of lying, right? Like if it's actually something, they won't believe you. And then if it is something real, you then are just going to spend the whole time defending it. Okay. Now let's get into the rumors. Uh, first and foremost, they said this is from the unverified re- unverified sources uh, section. So these are just a handful of things that were unverified, but they're going to put them out there. So if it does happen, cool. Who said these things? This is the, this the, is just some, some person wrote these things. No. So the, what the moderator for this uh, channel does is once a week, they go through all of the scoopers, all of the claims, and just compiles a list of everything. Okay. So some of, it's, some of it actually is real. Some of it isn't. I'm not a scooper. I'm not going to be the person that does it. So I'm just going to throw it out in the wall. And when it all happens, hopefully everyone will be happy about it. Is this more leaks than usual? Is there a reason why there's an abundance of these things right now? Is that because of April Fool's? Or these just happen to all be bubbling up at the same time? Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. All right. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the, the thread starts with, there are at least 10 projects in development for DCU Chapter 1 that have not been publicly announced. Uh, that is true, but the number is closer to 15. All right. Uh, six of these yet-to-be-announced projects are as following. Superman versus the Authority. Peacemaker Season 2, which was already revealed, so I don't know why that's on this list. Uh, Lobo. Animal Man, Mr. Terrific, and Justice League, The New Frontier. So they announced these, they put these six in this list. One of them has legitimately already been announced. It was announced months ago, so I don't know why it's on this list, but whatever. Uh, The stipulation, uh, Justice League, The New Frontier will be the conclusion of DCU Chapter 1. And this project um, will have the same heroes, villains, and story as the source material, but it will be set in modern day. So according to that, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter, and uh, the villains being uh, the center. Okay. And we talked about this before. I talked about this when James Gunn teased at the News Frontier, and I kind of de- uh, said that, yeah, this is probably a thing that's happening and so on. So a lot of these rumors come about from his teases and what people are assuming these teases are actually indicating. The original one is World War II, correct? It was actually post-World War II. It was in the 60s. A JFK was president in that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, then they can they can put that in any time. They can modernize it, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, another part of this rumor. Creature Commandos will feature Dinosaur Island and the center, which is possible. Because Is Dinosaur Island a known spot on DC Earth? Um, it's actually a main plot point for the new frontier. Dinosaur Island is where the losers ended up in the prologue and where they all died. Right. But I'm saying in like other, like, is it referenced? Okay. No. So, okay. No, so it's for it, this place. It's for this place because that's kind of where the center is. It's mm. kind of that it, it's essentially the center. I want, why not have a DC universe with dinosaurs in it? Like that's fine. Fun, I'm fine right? with that. Whatever. Um, the authority is set sometime in the past and will also feature the center and the uh, the obvious like the authority comes out and then this the sequel to the authority and the sequel to Superman Legacy is Superman versus the authority not just great... League versus the authority but it's Superman versus the authority so 
the question that we should be asking, and I would like to hear more of these rumors, do you think that this is the plot point they're going to go with? Do you think that this center, or do you think this is all based on this one guy, this one anonymous poster, this is all now based off that thing? I think the just like New Frontier stuff is very possible um, because one, James Gunn has teased New Frontier a few times. Two, it's actually a van fantastic starting point to introduce it all. And we talked about it before, actually, when I talked about how what if the Green Lantern TV show, whether it's the true detective style, is about like the rot or the center or things like that. And I mentioned that it would be a fantastic starting point for the gods and monsters because the center is essentially the the monster of the monsters. And also, a T-Rex is a monster, and people love T-Rexes on film. Yeah. I think a T-Rex island sounds fun. Right. Um, and so then the next uh, subsection for this uh, post, Gunn's meetings and statuses of characters and actors. Gunn has had meetings with the entire Justice League cast, excluding Ray Fisher, which everyone is already speculating that Ray Fisher has uh, been basically blacklisted because of his constant... Um, I'm going to go against WB. I'm going to hold them accountable. And then he started attacking James Gunn. And then that that didn't go well with him, apparently, according to Reddit. Yeah, it sounds like he talked himself out of a job. Um, the next sub, uh, sub point, uh, he offered Henry Cavill and Jason Momoa new roles. Henry stormed out angry. Jason happily accepted it. I don't think Henry stormed out angry. I think that's kind of an exaggeration. Uh, Jason happily accepting it sounds very real because... Um, I mean, they put Lobo on this list. If that's real, Jason's got that role. So, sure. sure. Um, next subsect. Uh, he offered Ben Affleck to direct. He said yes. Yeah. Ben just said last week that that's not real. Unless okay. it is real and Ben was just... Uh, I think Ben's right that no contracts have been signed, but it sure sounds real to me. The way I also kind of look at it is that, like I said last time, was that Ben said, no, I'm not directing anything for the DCU. That didn't mean he said no to directing something for DC or Elseworlds. That's always been my... Or Warner Brothers are doing some, like, yeah. tangential comic book movie that's, like, Road to Perdition. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. a comic book. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. It's got, it's got that DC label on it. We just sure. put it in our thing. Yeah. Um, we do not know what Gal Gadot was offered. It could be continuing playing Wonder Woman or a new character. Again, hearsay speculation. Ezra Miller is on the fence. Uh, they told WB that they would wear the Flash branded ankle monitor to track their every step and show they're getting better. That sounds more hearsay than anything else. Well, the problem with Ezra Miller's stuff is their people are very good at saying all of those things, but the actions always are crazy. So hopefully right. there's a good in between. And so, and this is where the next uh, bits start to make less sense because this is how the Reddit post is putting it out. Um, the Suicide Squad is technically the first DCU movie and has now retroactively made a full reboot, no longer soft. So when it comes to the DCU-EU connections and Gunn's prior work, you should just ignore them. Makes zero sense because the Suicide Squad started referencing with these characters, right? right? You had Captain Boomerang and Harley that had ties to Ben Affleck's Batman. You had the intro where basically Deadshot, uh, Bloodsport, sorry, Bloodsport, because initially it was supposed to be Deadshot. Mm -hmm. Bloodsport um, put Superman in the ICU. So again, Superman. So if the DCU is starting here, the main lead character put a character in the, in the hospital that hasn't been established yet. So that's more nonsense. 
Um, no word yet on Birds of Prey, but Suicide Squad is is not canon whatsoever, despite the fact that most of those characters from the first movie did reappear in the second movie. So that seems a little weird. I think anything with Birds of Prey is dead. That that no one's going back and doing anything with that. Right, but at the same time, it's just it it was Birds of Prey was part of the Suicide Squad. I mean, you had the Suicide Squad one hardly gets uh, gets captured. Oh, Birds of Prey comes out. Oh, you considered that a Suicide Squad point five movie? It was because they even talked mm. about it in the beginning of the movie. She broke out of jail. She got free, and then she broke up, and then she got caught again, and that's how she was in the Suicide Squad. So, like, it's literally a bridge point between those two movies. Right. So you're saying that one is canon and the other two are not seems kind of silly because they're all part of that story. Yeah, I think this is people nitpicking. This is yeah. all going to be thrown out the window, unfortunately. And it's not going to be right. handled like that. It's going to be nice, but, like, there's no, like, oh, this thing is and this thing isn't. No, no. All of this has to go. I just saw a great trailer for The Blue Beetle. None of that's making its way into this. <laughs> it might, actually. It might. And I'll tell you why after we're done here. Okay. Um. So the next point, Margot Robbie's Harley is safe because Gunn loves her. That's Maybe. speculative. Maybe. It could be. Maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know this, though. Uh, she will demand the salary, her old salary. She will want what she is getting before, and it feels like they got rid of a lot of those people. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Um, everyone who appeared in the sewer squad, Suicide Squad is safe because they loved working with them all, except for the fact that most of those characters died. Right, so, they're yeah, all gone. Good. Peacemaker Season 1 continually uh, continues directly into Waller, which then continues into Peacemaker Season 2, which yeah. is 100% true because that's what the previous studio bought and paid for before the new stuff came in. Right, that was already what was being established. That's what yeah, that was show done. was leading up to. Uh, next points, updates regarding the Batman sequel. So these are another ones that are kind of like, mm, okay. Well, like, um, what do you mean? They're not doing it. Nothing's happening. Exactly. Um, the movie starts filming in November of this year. Okay. That's, that's a all, long, that's, that's a long time away. All right. And this is, this is the quotes. This is how they validate the source. I work for an editorial and research department for Aquino Queens Artistic Company, which is partially owned by Fandango Media, based in Illinois. Almost two weeks ago, our primary department received a project named Fear, 1.26, yeah. Um, it was uh, about one of the upcoming movies, Warner Brothers. I don't know much about that. So that was just a lot of, here's how to validate my source by throwing out a bunch of stuff. So it doesn't even, doesn't even pertain to any of this, which I don't know why they even include this in this thread. And the also, Batman last movie year, is called something about fear? That's what they're implying, yeah. Okay. Also, last year when I was in Ireland for an event regarding the comic artistry, I got a glimpse of Mattinson Tomlin, one of the writers for the movie. Then we were asking different questions. Someone from the crowd asked him about the Batman 2 antagonist. He smiled and said, do you think it's by coincidence that we are here on this bridge? So it's going to be a goblin? <laughs> it's going to so, be a gargoyle? Everything that they listed in that section for the updating the Batman sequel, it's Okay. What are they implying? What's in nothing? What, what, that's no, the problem. Oh, okay. Like okay. it seems like they just threw this stuff out there. And like maybe someone can figure out what this means. I'm like, doesn't okay. mean anything, dude. Maybe it means. Um, is there a famous actor that lives in that town? So, one of the things that we did get this last week was this uh, this very speculative deadline article where they said uh, Clayface was pitched, 
um, as a solo movie, kind of like Joker. And then in do the they same want to article, use, do they want to use Clayface to get metahumans into the DC and like really establish something? Wait for it. Um, so in this article, they talked about this was this is a happening thing, blah blah blah. And then um, in the same article, they subtly they just like kind of like a throwaway line saying. It may not happen because apparently Matt Reeves is looking at uh, doing this. Oh, okay. Right. That's um, a very different Clayface. If we get a Clayface with that Batman, that's a way more down to earth. Like, oh, he just like sheds his skin or something like that. Yeah. So the uh, so uh, Flanagan uh, was the one who they said basically Dr. Sleep director uh, Flanagan basically had pitched this thing. And in the, the the article, they said, um, let me see if I can find the exact line. Uh, okay, because there was a, a, a kind of a throwaway line in that article where they mentioned that uh, he was going to be in this thing. Doctor Sleep should have been a miniseries. Doctor Sleep director's cut was amazing. The theatrical cut was not so great. Yeah, I wish that there was a. Uh, I wish there was season. I wish I could take breaks in between. <laughs> I think it would yeah. be better if it had credits at the end of each and every part of it. Okay, I will find it. Okay, Mike Flanagan pitches pick on Clayface to Warner Brothers. It's part of the dish. Um, in the article, they at the very end they kind of threw it out there saying. Um, let me see if I can find the exact line because they just kind of, it was just had this, this very small throwaway line where they say, if he doesn't make this movie, uh, Matt Reeves is reportedly using him as a central key character in the Batman two. And it was, Oh, there it is. Um, that said, other sources are telling us that scripts are constantly changing and that Clayface is a big addition to Matt Reeves, the Batman two. Let's wait until the dust settles here and something moves forward. It remains to be seen whether Clayface is a connection between the Batman two Elseworlds or what Gunn and doing in their own DC Gods and Monsters chapter one. The whole art, the whole article was actually very, very speculative. And even Mike Flanagan took to Twitter afterwards saying, Hey, if this news to be told, I will tell it to you when it's news. So he basically was like, eh. So very- I don't know if they want, I don't know if that's the, I mean, they're going to have to move the time, like whatever, like what year is this bat? What was Batman Year One? I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't understand how you fit that world into whatever this other thing you were building. That's a very grounded the, world. That, that, and that's the tricky part because a lot of people are like, "Oh, so." And my my first thought was how Gotham terribly did Clayface, and it was just a just an inmate who had this like chemical reaction, and he could just like mold his face any way he wanted it. And he he didn't transform or anything. It was. It was essentially Chameleon from the Spider-Man comics. I, I hate to say it that I don't know Clayface in comics, but I do know Saturday morning cartoons. And when I think of Clayface, I think of like this hulking thing. This like yeah. one of Batman's most villainous mutants that he fights. You know what I mean? Like suffocating him to death and making sludge hammers and stuff like that. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean it's very it's very interesting. It's very weird. I I'm not sure how I feel about it because if one if it actually happens, then okay, let's see what Matt Reeves does do it. If it doesn't happen, 
then it gives – I don't know. It just seems weird that Matt Reeves is so, like – Matt Reeves's thing was to be just as grounded as Chris Nolan, but to use more comic elements. I mean, in the first movie, we got Falcone, we got the Penguin, we got Catwoman, we got Riddler. We even got Tweedledee and Tweedledum in the most ridiculous, blink-you-miss-it sort of cameo of all time. We got, and, a, we got a fake Robin. We don't get Robin in that movie, but we have, like, the seeds of being like, what if he takes care of a kid? Yeah, like, they they obviously teased it, but... yeah. We'll see what happens because we have essentially the the Penguin TV show is like already casted every version of the holiday killer that was in the comics. Have so they we'll done what, has they there do. ever been a holiday has there ever been a clay face where it's like he just makes masks out of clay and then he wears them? Kind of, but not really. So I mean, I mean you're essentially okay. essentially what we're gonna get is a bad guy version of Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible where he just makes faces and then goes out and kills people and then takes it off and then goes off and pretends to not be that thing. Like, it just seems like... I I know a lot of people were very loving and accepting of the Zodiac Killer, a.k.a. the Riddler, but I think if anything... If Clayface isn't what Clayface is, it may not work. And fans aren't going to be happy with it. Yeah, and if and if it's any of those other things, make it a different... I mean, I, I don't know... I, do you think fans would be okay with a movie-only villain if we saw a character that was an amalgamation of maybe two or three things and it's its own thing? Because you're right. It, Clayface is a very specific thing in my mind. And even if that's the third act of the movie, we got to see – you got to bump up Batman's power level. And maybe that is the connective tissue to that other world because Batman, to fight a Clayface, we're talking – electricity suit i mean i don't know what what what, i mean robot suit i mean how else does he take care of this thing it's i don't know it's very weird um and as as the uh article uh as the the post goes on there's a few more points before we kind of delve into it more i'll let you Um, go on but i'm thinking about again we saw year one if we're gonna see year two you're telling me now he has robot suits like no this is that, that what we got was technically year two so year three apparently he goes from being um what he was in that movie clearly just like some grumpy vigilante that is it the next movie supposed to be the bat boat didn't the whole city flood aren't we gonna see him in a bat boat doing bat boat things i honestly thought like the the whole city flooding would perfectly set up mr freeze because he can literally freeze everything and having a flooded city is fantastic for that idea like you could also do, you know, it's so so funny because I'm sure I I, you, I saw in the picture you sent me Poison Ivy stuff. You can literally put yeah. Poison Ivy like in any Batman, like, yep, there's enough water okay. to grow. Make a that's plants. actually that's actually part of this. So yep. um from the verified sources, which they don't say who the sources are, but it's a lot of just other scoopers that are batting okay. Some have great rep uh some have great uh track records, some really don't, but is what it is. People people say that you're verified. They say Grace Randolph is verified, even though James Gunn publicly debunks her in real time. Okay. So, a broken clock is right twice a day. Right, right. Um, the authority has a writer, Jeremy Slater, and Matthew Vaughn is in talks to direct. If that's true, fantastic. I'm actually all bored with that because that sounds fun. Um, the Reeves verse spinoffs are in development, which will have Clayface, which we just talked about, the Scarecrow, and Poison Ivy. And this Poison Ivy Project is stated to be inspired by the short story uh, Rappaccini's Daughter. I can't, I've never pronounced it right. Basically, that short story is a girl um, whose father is like a botanist and 
growing up next to all these toxic plants makes your skin toxic. Yeah. So pretty pretty straightforward. Um, another one from the doesn't verified sources. sound like mutants. I mean, it kind of is that way, but they're not. That to me is a very grounded version of poison ivy. That's not poison ivy is also a character that from Saturday morning cartoons she controls plants. She fights swamp things. She like has like crazy powers. Right, right. I mean, the first in the first Batman animated series viewing that we saw of her. It was she was just a crazy plant lady who was a, key, a crazy botanist who learned how to make toxins with her lipstick and grow monstrous plants. And then as the show did its soft reboot, when they introduced Superman and all the other characters, she then could control plants. So they they they've always started her off as very grounded and then turned her into something else. Um, anyways, uh, Superman Legacy. Jimmy Olsen is being cast right now. Casting calls have been sent out. And then James Gunn has already publicly said that hasn't been a thing yet. So that's another thing on this this list that's wrong. Um, they said, as Gunn recently stated, the casting range is not limited to people in their 20s, like Ray Randolph had claimed. This is because the casting range for Jimmy is 20s to 30s. But as said, they have a proud casting. They literally just hired the casting director this weekend. So the, okay. hiring the casting director sure. and then getting a casting call put out within 48 hours is insane. No, that person has to get a company badge to get on the lot. That person no, they, already, to... they already have one. They, they've okay. worked with Warner Brothers in DC before, so it's not a big okay. deal. Um, and then casting calls for Lex Luthor have also been sent out. Again, uh, James Gunn has been publicly debunked that. So um, everyone who's been saying, oh my God, this casting, this DC leaks thread is crazy. I, I look at it and more than 50 to 60% of it is just straight nonsense because- sure. And the other stuff is. is already written is already stuff that's been announced, right? And a lot of it is a speculative, like oh, let's uh, Lobo, Animal Man, Mister Terrific. These are all going to be movies because James Gunn has teased po pictures with those characters. So yes, of course, that's what's happening. But on the likelihood that this is real, right? Animal Man would be pretty cool. Mister Terrific, who's Animal Man? What does Animal Man do? Oh, uh, so Animal Man. Let me pull up a picture. I'm just you. picturing the Animal Titan from uh, Attack on Titan. I'm just picturing the one who could throw fast rocks like fastballs. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> let me pull up Animal Man. Is he you. like Beast? Is he like Beast from X Men? Oh, like ridiculously no. Is he a classic like Silver Age hero? Is he like one of the OGs? Kind of, yes. Uh, so Ant-Man first appeared back in the 60s, so he's technically part of that, that era. He, as a character, um, let's see, uh, Animal Man is uh, Buddy Baker, Bernard Buddy Baker. Um, let's see, what is, what are his powers? Let's kind of just talk about who he is. His so powers are to wear a human. black jacket and look good in it. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. So uh, Animal Man... His ability is to gain the powers of any animal that exists or has existed via access to the red. And that's actually something more akin to Swamp Thing. So Animal Man is very similar to the, the character Vixen. Vixen gets her powers to summon animal strength from her amulet. He is just straight up a metahuman that can call on animal powers. Uh, can he talk to animals? Because I'm going to let you know, people love talking animal movies. No, no. He... um. He is a man with animal powers, as he has stated in the in the quotes from uh, the comics. He, he's very cool, and if he can, uh, is he some any? As long as he knows about it, can he like research dinosaurs? Like, how does yeah? He, no, 
And that's always been the funny thing about it. If he's like, if this dinosaur is real, then I can summon his power, kind of a thing. Like, if, if the animal was real, he can summon his power. Does he have a dragon? Um, Are dragons real? Sure. But <laughs> the way I see that this is possible, Animal Man would actually be a very fantastic addition to a Gods and Monsters slash the New Frontier kind of a story where you have the center who's been existing since the dinosaur ages, who was created at an island where it preserves dinosaurs. And now you have a character who gains the power of any animal that's ever existed. He yeah. could become a pawn for the center, or he could fight the center head on by summoning the powers of the center. So lots of fun stuff there. Um, the other one they talked about was Lobo. And obviously Lobo has been teased since the very beginning. And... A whole bunch. And Jason Momoa has been teasing Lobo. He's been teasing right. it on his Instagram. Exactly. So it would make a lot of sense if that was very real. Um, and the other one is Mr. Terrific. Uh, not sure if you know anything about Mr. Terrific. Do you? Uh, is he the one from the future? No, that's Mr. Gold. So Mr. Terrific, Michael Holt, um, he was, um, what's, what's the best way to describe his power? He is just insanely smart. Right? Oh, okay. He he is uh, he's got genius level intellect. He is one of the smartest characters in the DC universe. Um, he created these things called T spheres, these little balls that fly around them. Um, aside from that, he's also was trained. I think he was trained by Wildcat, like the same guy who trained Batman and uh, Black Canary. So he is an expert fighter, but he also is a genius. Uh, most of the time in the comics, you see him manning the Watchtower, being like the ultimate. Oh, so that means we don't get Green Arrow at the Watchtower. But if they're talking about Mr. Terrific, then they are talking Watchtower. And yeah, let's get a genius in the universe. Let's get somebody to make cool shit. Yeah, so I mean, okay, let me see. Uh, Here's some more details about him. Um, Who drew that picture? This character character has 14 PhDs, two in engineering and physics, including doctorates and master's degrees in law, psychology, chemistry, political science, computer science, rocket science, and mathematics. He is a self-made multimillionaire, has a high-tech firm called Cyberware, subsequently sold to Wayne Tech, so he has ties to Batman right there. Um, and he is a gold medal winning Olympic decathlete. Is he also a hero from the 50s? Uh, let's see. No, 1997. He's 90s. Wow. He's a more recent uh- character. I like all of that, and I like the idea of getting a genius into that universe. Because who's their other this resident is, genius? I mean, some fun other details about the character. Uh, the accident, accidental death of his wife and unborn child dealt a devastating blow to Holt. He considered himself responsible for the accident uh, as he made his wife late for church by arguing about the value of the value of religion in their household. So she got in a, right oh, while contemplating no. suicide. While contemplating suicide. He is met and confronted with by the Spectre, who tells him about Terry Sloan, the Golden Age superhero known as Mr. Terrific. So there was another Mr. Terrific from the Golden Age. Hot dog! Um, inspired by Sloan's life story, he takes uh, he takes on the mantle and later joins the JSA. Uh, that JSA connection is also the thing that's ringing alarm bells. Uh, that reminds me of a Watchmen character. That reminds me of something, yeah. you know what I mean? Something else. So, I mean, he's definitely a pretty cool character. Um, there was a really... Um, Yo, are his spheres named after his dead wife and son? No, he's got like six of them, and they fly oh, around okay. him and do stuff for him. He has, so, de- I mean, he has six dead wives, and they all no. fly around him? <laughs> no, so it's very much... You know like that scene in uh, in X-Men where Magneto's floating around with the balls around him and attacking things? Yeah. Think that. 
Yeah, and then he's also just a, a, a dude, a dude who can punch as well. Yeah, and he's also like he's crazy smart. He's got a bunch of um, and these these spheres can also hack into things, scan things. Like they're pretty pretty rad right off the bat. But again, the um, universe that all of these characters though are showing me is much bigger than uh, Matt Reeves' Batman. Yes. Yeah, there, there's a lot there, realistically. Um, and as this all kind of goes on, let me pull up another picture of um, some stuff that came about. And this is why, um, and this is 100% why I believe this is a thing, all right? Yo, because I'm, I like Animal Man now. I'm ready for some more no, Animal Man stories honestly, in my life. Uh, Google him. Read read some stuff about him. He's got some really cool stories. Cool. Um, this was a, a tweet that James made on the 29th of last month. Um, and this picture... Um, he no context. He just threw it out there. Um, this is why people are like, oh, Mr. Terrific is a thing that's happening because he's right there at the bottom. Um, the other cool things, uh, you have pretty much Batman, Superman, Shazam, Swamp Thing, the Green Lanterns. Literally every character that's been rumored to be involved is right there, front and center. Which who's is in, who's in the top right corner? Which Black one? Canary. Uh, yeah, Black Canary. Okay, uh, there's Green Black Arrow. Canary and Green Arrow. And then who's the in the Aquaman, back? Man, the two Green Lanterns, Hot Girl, Dead, uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Superman, Shazam, Catwoman, Batgirl, Batman, Swamp Thing, Robin, Raven from the Titans, Harley Quinn, The Flash. Um, yeah, there's a ton of characters here. Who's in the back underneath Wonder Woman's foot to the right of Harley Quinn running at us? Uh, I can't tell. Okay. It's, it's blurry maybe, for me, too. Let maybe, me see if I can pull up James Gunn's original maybe tweet. It's Kid, maybe it's Kid Flash. Um, Yo, Batman just chilling on Swamp Thing. Who's behind yeah, Swamp right? Thing? There's a monster behind oh, Batman. Uh, monster behind him? Or you, you're talking about... In Batman, who? Batman's holding a loop. Oh, underneath Batman's little uh, yeah. shoulder there? Um, that looks like Killer Croc, to be honest. But let yeah. me see if I can pull up the high res of that one myself because it's uh yeah and there's uh not wasp what is their version <laughs> what is what is dc's version uh yeah no that's killer croc where'd you say wasp um <clears throat> above batman's meteor's wings or is that blue beetle uh that honestly looks like it could either be blue beetle or uh, bumblebee bumblebee okay I do see Firestorm is above Superboy right there. Um, yeah, it's a very interesting little cryptic photo. Um, one thing that I definitely liked is... Uh, Who's the guy in gray? Like, Who's the gray one? face? Uh, to the right of Mr. Oh, Terrific. The gray face with the... Uh, yeah, the alien face. Um, that is... Oh my goodness, I just totally forgot his name. Um, I, I'm, I'm, uh, Metamorpho, Metamorpho, that's him. And what does he do? Oh, uh, Metamorpho is exactly as he sounds. Honestly, Metamorpho is a really fantastically cool character because he's kind of just like, um, there's a really fun episode of Justice League where you can watch it and just see how horrific his, his story is. Great. Um, he essentially has superhuman strength, hyperelectricity. He's, he's effectively immortal. Um, and he can also uh, transmutate his body parts into different elements. Um, he was a, a guy named Rex Mason. And in the cartoon, 
uh, Simon Stagg, you know, the character that was notoriously from Batman comics. Um, basically, uh, Rex was dating his daughter. He didn't like that he existed, tried to kill him in the lab experiment, and it turned him into that. Whoa. And that's um, another connection that, to Batman. Yes. Um, but this character um, is also very notoriously known for not being a part of the Justice League or anything else. He's actually part of the Outsiders. And the Outsiders is a team that was uh, essentially like Batman's um, outcast team. You had like mm. Metamorpho, Black Lightning, Katana, people like that were all ending up on the, the Outsiders. Do you think Catwoman plastic? There do you think you'd put Plastic Man and Catwoman on that team? Well, Plastic Man's right there. In the middle yeah, of Plastic it, Man's right there. So the bottom line is that if this list, if, if he just put this picture out there and if all of those characters end up in this chapter one. That's a great list of characters. There's no green, uh, no Martian Manhunter. There's not, but it's kind of, kind of assuming that he's going to be there anyways. But you have two Green Lanterns, which we know the show is going to be about. You got Aquaman, you got Wonder Woman, you got Deathstroke, you got The Flash, Hot Harley Girl. Quinn, Hot Girl, Black Canary, Green Arrow, Mr. Uh, Terrific. Uh, guy with guns is um, the assassin. That, that's Deathstroke, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a very cool list kind of across the board. Shazam is there, but Shazam is in the background, which means we're getting Shazam in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what you want to why aren't we talking about why, why is why is a Hollywood reporter writing articles about Zach Levi having meltdowns online? Because um, it's it's like all bad news is good news kind of thing. Like regardless okay. of what actually happened, um, it's clickbait. Because okay. Zach, we talked about this at length. What everything that they're declaring happened is very the opposite of what really happened. Ugh, um, infuriating. Yeah, it's it's very ridiculous. But let the media be the media because that's how they get their jollies lately. Uh, who was um, the lady again? Who was the person to the left of Metamorpho? Um, you know, I couldn't figure that one. It actually looked like Doctor Light to me because there was a Doctor Light lady, but um. It could have also been like um, Wonder Man, but like Wonder Woman, uh, the other, the other Wonder Man, right? Remember the? I, I don't know. There's lots of strong no, people. Um, uh, she, she was a member. I, I've seen her before. I, I just can't. I don't see. It looked like Doctor Light to me because Doctor Light mm -hmm. did have a female good guy counterpart. Doctor Light, notoriously in the comics, was a bad guy, and then and, later in the '90s, we found out he was a rapist, and they lobotomized him. And that but, picture didn't show any piece didn't show any suicide squad didn't i mean there's, there's all these I mean, there's harley things. quinn in the corner but that's right but it. it didn't show any authority stuff no it didn't show that cartoon it you know what i mean i just saying there's a lot more heroes coming this is an amazing yeah. wow yeah so i mean there's a lot of stuff on this on the the rumors on the twitter sphere and and i think the reason why these things are happening and just like what keeps happening is that james gunn Right now, the studio is locked tight because everything is by James Gunn and Peter Safran. So all these scoopers are having to dig this information out based on hearsay. And so on Reddit, you have all these, these leaks and all these confirmed tweets and all this stuff. And then James Gunn himself is dropping them and saying, no, that's not real. That's not real. Because unlike before, we talked about this before, like when Zach was in running the DC story, the plot lines, you had you had essentially what you had. You had um, Zack Snyder, you had his wife, you had Chark Roven, you had Michael Uslan, you had all these different people that were all in the production and there's so many avenues of a leak. 
And because of that, scoopers came out a dime a dozen because everyone who knew anybody, there was a leak. And Right. There's two guys who are in charge of all of this. Right. And if they're not saying anything publicly, that's it. So what they're doing now is James is tweeting a picture and people are connecting the dots. Right. So Mr. Terrific is more than likely because this is the second or third image of Mr. Terrific that he has shared on social media in the last six months. So it's that's pretty real. Great. I'm so happy to have a Mr. Terrific. That's I'm so happy that he gets to make the cut. I'm so happy that we're bringing in new lifeblood into yeah, this legacy cool... people. Yeah, and James Gunn has talked very at length that he is a giant comic book nerd, and he is. He really is. Um, and the idea that he is going to pull out a lot of these, like, obviously, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. He canonized Batmite in Peacemaker. He went out but, of his way to make sure that everybody knew this was in canon. But at the same time, how did Peacemaker learn about it on internet forums? Yes. Okay, right? The idea okay, was that yeah. some of these obscure characters exist because Peacemaker is like a 4chan warrior who's sure. like sitting there reading the internet and believing everything he reads. Guess what? So well, lots of fun. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But... Um, there's a lot of cool stuff there, but one thing I wanted to show you, Michael, because we, we're at 45 minutes, and I, I didn't want to overdo it today. Okay. Have you seen what has happened? No, no, I no, I did adulting all day. This is me finding right. out all the things. Show me what I. Are you need ready to for know. this? Yeah, I'm ready. Is it go? Right. No. Ready okay. for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Blockbuster.com relaunched. Yeah, my mom. My wait, mom's. Wait for it. We are working at rewinding your movie, right? Best part about it is if you look at the metadata for it, yeah, it literally says blockbuster video stores and on-demand movies. Yeah, yeah. This is all this is all I I, I don't understand where they're milking this nostalgia from. There I, I worked at Blockbuster for a very long time. There's yep. nothing they can sell. Brick and mortar is dead. What are they gonna do? What are they supposed to sell? That store up in Oregon is trying to sell as much candy as they can to stay open, okay? Like it's or it's Washington, it's wherever that last store was. Oregon. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's very I, difficult I, to do it. What are they gonna sell? Movies. I hear your point. I hear your point, but you also have to look at what's been happening lately on the media. Thanks to uh thanks to the, the pandemic, we all overloaded the internet and saw the limitations of streaming. And now you have comments coming from David Zaslav and now Bob Iger from Disney saying that they need to renew the usage of physical media. And they want to push out physical media as being the number one go-to and streaming should be secondary. So I could see them coming back with almost kind of like a Suncoast video style video store. And they being kind of a niche market. People want to buy their physical media. There's the best place to get it. They'll have totally exclusives. Totally heard. But yep. you're not going to go there to buy anything. You will I go would. through your normal channels to purchase these things. And then is Blockbuster, Blockbuster going to get exclusives? I think so. I think Blockbuster would get like kind of like how Best Buy is, where Best Buy gets exclusive steelbooks and stuff like that. Best Buy has actually been dropping their physical media, and people are mad that who do buy physical media are like, I want to buy my exclusive steelbooks, and you guys are not carrying stuff in stores anymore. So I could see Blockbuster coming back and doing like, what if they did a, we have video game rentals because Redbox is the, the big one for that or Gamefly or whatever. And we do video game rentals, we do movie rentals. And we also have a giant store 
where we just sell videos and video memorabilia. Like here's a, a Funko wall. Here's this kind of a wall. I, I hear you. Uh, I just think retail's hard and I just don't know what those numbers are. I, you know, I worked at Blockbuster and, we, and, and selling that stuff was difficult. And you're right that there is, a, you know, what's funny is the answer is video games. Like yeah. the one thing that sells and those services are really good. Um, but the quality of the disc just gets so messed up in the mail that if you could have a place to build that community, listen, I'm not against it being a thing. I just think about all of those challenges and I just don't see what that world is unless maybe they're renting the stores for events. Like are comedians going to go do events there? Could we do a podcast from a blockbuster? Like, I don't know you what know? else they do to promote that. There. The fact is, <clears throat> what a lot of people are seeing now is that nostalgia is taking front and center because people your and my age, where we grew up, the millennials, or what? Because we used to be at one point Gen Y, but then they relabeled us as millennials. That's fine. Yeah, we got lumped but, in, but that that's fine. Gen Y is that other one. Yeah, no, because uh, Gen X was everyone born like two or three years before us. Yeah, all the old kids. Then we started Gen Y, and then millennials hugged ours, and then they just bumped us all in together. So it goes Gen X millennials gen z and i'm like but there was just so many of us our parents all had yeah. babies at the same time there was just so right. many kids but this chunk of people we all loved blockbuster video and we all clamor for it to return and the moment you see a blockbuster open up down the street people will show up on nostalgia only it's a thing i mean you have these like our whole generation is the generation of nostalgia that's what we do we make things successful by wanting well, to live it right, our childhood but, but, again. Right. But you also have to understand, I mean, there, there's a reason why our generation is like this. Like every two years or three years, there's a national tragedy or a once in a lifetime thing. You know what I mean? Like 9-11 yeah. was a thing that everyone dealt with. They played it in the classroom at school. You know, the 08. Michael, we were in high school when it, and it was happening live on TV. I saw so, it in my freshman year. My freshman year of high yeah. school, they played it Miss Barry's English class. Couldn't believe it. I was I like, great. Yeah, she was so mean. She was an awful woman. Uh, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. I just, uh, I wish them the best of luck. Uh, you tell me, is there, in a normal town, do you think if they're selling McFarlane toys, uh, DC tie-in comic books, uh, candy, video. I mean, can they, do you think they can make a profit? I think so. I mean, legitimately, if Blockbuster Video comes back as just Blockbuster, doesn't say Blockbuster Video, just Blockbuster, and they sell movies, video games, and comic books, they will be a market there. Because you would, you would create a franchisable comic book store, a franchisable video game rental store. They're going to sell soda. You're going to sell popcorn. You're going to sell candy. All right. That's all there. Then you sell that other stuff. Do you put screening rooms? Do you have people? Maybe you do like 30 seats and you rent it out with your friends to play Tekken really big. That'd be fun. But at the same time, remember I said the metadata also included uh, and video on demand. So for people who want the old ways, they're probably going to have an app where you can rent movies for cheaper than Amazon and Voodoo and all the other. Oh, you think like a Redbox online? Yeah, because Redbox is what, like a buck a day, right? Is that how it is? Yes. Something like Which that? Which 
is because of all of these things at the end blockbuster was forced to compete with those types of things and never could could right. never the moment people were doing you know a dollar a disc a day they just couldn't do it especially with a staff i'm not a robot right. people i have to eat lunch and so what happens is you have amazon voodoo apple tv they they rent movies for 24 hours is like 3.99 so if blockbuster comes in and says we'll do 2 bucks a day or if you do a week, we'll give it to you for six bucks or something. You can't do it for you, – you, you can't rent physical media. The video games right. is maybe the only thing you can do. Right. Nobody is going to rent a movie and bring it back. It's not It's not doable. We don't live in that world. Um, but an on-demand option is very interesting. It, so then are they selling tablets? In the, you know, Because near the end, I was selling DirecTV subscriptions. Yeah, <laughs> and PlayStation know. and PlayStation fours. You know what I mean? We are all very speculative right now off of a new website with two bullet points of metadata. <laughs> like that's all we're, we're we're trying to figure out what's happening. But the bottom line is, it sounds like Blockbuster is trying to do something, and I'm kind of intrigued. They're going to open it in New York or LA or Chicago or some big city. And you're right, they're going to do numbers. Can they yeah. do it for a year? I don't know. But if they can figure out a reason to get people in the store. Taylor will absolutely bring his children there. I will. And I will sign up for a Blockbuster card, and it will be fantastic to have that yep. shit in my wallet again. Yep. <laughs> and you have to give your credit card and your driver's license. Yep. And then on the back of the card has my picture, like a Costco card and everything. Oh, Taylor. You know what? Okay. So if it's like a Costco and you're buying the membership because people want, you're right. I absolutely want that piece of plastic. What are they doing in there? Maybe it's some sort of subscription service. Maybe you could like rent it like a library. Because again, you're just going into the store to buy candy and like remember what this was like. But like it's never going to be movie rentals again. Maybe it's going to be like the 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 rent to own kind of a thing. Like you go and you pick up the movie and if you keep the movie for more than a week, you just pay for the movie. Yeah, maybe you're right, Taylor. Maybe that's what it is. And then they sell it secondhand because the secondhand, right? It'd be like four for 25 or 20, right? And those would all be marked off. Yeah. The inventory was a bitch, but yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see that being a thing, but. You stay um, up all night. You have to stay up all night. You have these big, long things. All of the technology of Blockbuster was ran off in 1988. So they were yeah. these guns and you go watch the do the last Blockbuster documentary. When that store manager takes apart an old microsoft computer and puts the other motherboard back in it i was like oh she knows her shit i can't tell you how many computers you would have frankenstein with this person's gun or this store has a working printer but this store doesn't have a working printer all of that stuff all right so let's go into some of the questions that came about while we have our last couple minutes are they asking about blockbuster as well not at all none of them okay are. Okay, do we get a spider a Sony verse Spider-Man to battle their Spider-Verse uh characters? Um they've yes. already tweeted, they've already said that uh when the Spider-Man that is revealed to be the Spider-Man of Venom, Morbius, all that stuff, when that is revealed, we'll know exactly where it takes place, which implies that it's a character we already know, which again makes me think it's Andrew Garfield. It makes it's going to be Andrew, you're absolutely right about Andrew Garfield. I hope this movie is better than all the other ones. Um, because all those other movies you just mentioned were garbage. Morbius yeah. is not good. Um, I, will, I will argue Morbius had the potential of being good, but the movie was edited to being a piece of crap. I watched it. I could see the pieces that made it decent, but I also see that the poor editing is what drove it into the ground. Sure, sure. Heard. And and that's fine. Um, but 
there, uh, the answer is yes. Uh, the Madam Web movie is supposed to open the door to all of this stuff. All right. of this stuff is real for Sony. They have one character, it's Spider-Man, and they are going to milk it until the cows come home. Okay, anything related to the Mortal Kombat sequel? Uh, yes. They got to make another game. Are they making another game? No, yeah, the Mortal Kombat, uh, wh whatever it is, it's supposed to come out this year. Mortal Kombat 12? Yeah. Um, we know that the Mortal Kombat movie sequel that they're talking about, um, last summer they officially uh, signed and uh, inked and did everything for the director and the writer. Right now it is in pre-production. Filming should actually start within the next couple months. Um, I watched that first movie, enjoyed it a whole bunch. If they can get, um, you know, we're talking about high quality action movies. We're talking about John Wick level people. The first movie had one John Wick, John Wick level guy, right? The guy who played Sub-Zero. He's the great guy with the sword. Mm -hmm. Or no, I, that was the other guy. The other Japanese actor was uh, the one who played Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah. Great. Oh, um, so good. He, so good, rule as but they need to get a they need to get that quality of stuntman to get into this movie for it yeah. to be relevant the same way the other one was. All right, so let's get a couple more questions in here. Excited for the Mario Brothers movie? It comes out this week. Are you going to see it, Michael? It's going to be minion jokes. It's universal, no, right? It's, it's universal. It's all. Uh, Taylor's going to tell me to see it, and my sister's going to tell me to see it. Uh, maybe, and you better see it. <sighs> I've talked to so many people who. Do you think we're going to get it? a tie? You think we get a tie-in game with this no. Mario doing the voices in the video game? Not at all. But um, I've talked to a lot of people who already saw it at advanced screenings, and they said that this was basically like everything that they wanted from a Mario movie. If you are a fan of Mario, go see this movie. There'd be something in there that's going to blow your mind. I'm and sure I remember you. It's going to be everything you in the like Donkey sink. Kong a lot. I you like Donkey Kong. Kids, uh, they actually have a whole Donkey Kong world in this movie where all the other characters are also in Easter egg form. So you will see everybody. Oh, that's everybody. very fun. That's very fun. Okay, everybody. all right. All right, uh, you talked me into the Donkey it. Kong character that had the sunglasses and the suit. He's like a plot point. I love that guy. Um, okay, let's see what here. Uh, Funky Kong. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Funky Kong was what? There was Funky Kong. There was the guy, the, the one who runs the airplane shop. Hot Kong. Yeah. Grandma Kong. A lot of these are a lot of the same questions again. Um, Comic Kong. Are we getting more trailers this week aside from Blue Beetle? Yeah, we got Secret Wars on Sunday, Blue Beetle on Monday, uh, Into the Spider Verse on Tuesday, and Ooh. I assume we're getting we're getting the Barbie trailer this week too, and that's supposed to be really weird. Yeah, I'm gonna um, let everybody know just right now that Barbie movie is gonna do bonkers numbers. That Barbie, everyone's gonna go see that Barbie movie. Yeah. Um, let me see. Why do you think? These so-called DC fans think that they're saving the brand with their idiotic and toxic behaviors. Uh, it is because you're putting fuel on the fire. When you tell them all of those mean things, they respond with more hatred. It's it, it, Unfortunately, a lot of people are just fighting for the fight. For the fight. They want to keep going. They want to keep punching. But it's, it's going to lead nowhere. And it's going to leave everybody yeah. hurt and bloody and bruised. And uh, at the end of the day, there's just no place for it anymore. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a messy thing. But um, I honestly think that a series of misunderstandings has empowered a lot of people to thinking they have more power than they do. We know that the Snyder Cut happened via combination of fans showing that they wanted it, and the studio needing a a flagship movie to release 
during the pandemic on an app that had no original content ready. So it's so sad when you paint that picture. Like they didn't even like believe in it. They just needed the thing now. And this thing was basically yeah. 99% done. There was a reason why while they were making this project, while they were finishing it, they were marketing it as the end of the Snyderverse. Why they were saying in interviews that this is the end of the story. Like they started from the beginning saying that we're putting this out as, as this. And you could kind of tell from the very beginning that they were doing this just to get the the Snyder fandom to subscribe to the app. Yeah. And they succeeded. They did. But it is is what it is. But on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up here, everyone. We gave you two shows today. You should be happy about that. Tell us what you want next week because we have a lot to go about. Again, as you saw from the other show, head over to Kickstarter, scan that QR code, Batman Beyond Year One. It's got a little over two weeks left and it's sitting at 30% funded. This project looks amazing. We're going to talk a lot about it. It looks fantastic. I want this to happen. So go there, help make it happen because they're using the same tech as the Mandalorian with those those LED walls to make it believe that you're in Neo-Gotham and I'm all for it. So scan that QR code, look at the, the tiers, support what you want, even if it's a buck or two, just support. Help them make this project real. If you want to support us, head over to patreon.com slash the culture nerd. You know what we're doing. We've already gone over this tag dozens of times now. So help us keep the lights on. Do what you can. I have been your host, my co-host, Michael Santel. Thank you for the Patreon supporters who do support us and help us keep those lights on. And thank you for joining us. We'll see you all next week. And if you're a fan of the channel, we got tomorrow the uh, through the monocle. They're going over the final movie of Harry Potter. Both parts, Deathly Hollows parts one and two. So if you like those movies and you want to hear those guys talk about it, check it out. But other than that, we'll see you next week. See you next week.